Perfect. Okay, cool. Um, all right. So. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, we missed Nemet. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. Um, anyway, all right. So, so what are we doing today? We're just here to talk about Degsa and about the hackathon. Um, mm. But before. Okay, we wait a minute. What is hackathon? Just, just. And you know, first thing first, what is a hackathon? A, hack Explain. a, hack a hackathon yeah. is, an, is a competition. All right. Um, that's that, that at the end of the competition, there is an outcome. Okay. That's not a good explanation. Do you have a better explanation, Michael? Uh, yeah, it's where a bunch of people who are going to try and solve a problem get mm -hmm. together and they sit in a room for a fixed period of time. It's yeah. a fine period of time. And then they work together to try and accomplish the problem or the overall context wow, of the hackathon. Yeah, that's that's a much that's better. Much better. <laughs> um, nice. So that's that's what we're organizing. And and so Michael here is the co-founder of Dexa. So yeah. we talked about Dexa in the last episode. Mm. Um, so he co-founded Dexa with me. And I think Michael, do you want to just introduce a little bit about yourself? Yeah, I can introduce myself. Okay. That's so uh, my name is Michael Layden. I'm the uh, co-founder of uh, Dexa Limited. Uh, so currently my role is the technical director. Mm. So we, uh, so while Bijan works uh, more on the execution side of things, uh, I work more on the uh, technical side of things, the technical implementation of our different projects. Mm -hmm. So across our three different pillars of engage, attract, and inspire. Mm -hmm. um, my, my background is mechatronic engineering. So mm -hmm. graduated last year from the University of Adelaide. Um, and I've been working at uh, Boeing with Vision um, since then. Yeah. Great, great. I have asked Vision this question. So what is your inspiration for DEXA? Why did you become part of this? So I think it was both Vision and I had a great opportunity throughout university to sort mm -hmm. of experience uh, university clubs and all the outreach that was going on through there. Mm -hmm. So. Adelaide University Engineering Society, Adelaide Mechanical Engineering Student Society, all these amazing clubs and societies that you could be a part of. But when you go to go out of university and into the into the real world, there's less opportunities for your development mm -hmm. and like to be a part of those um, those uh, clubs and societies. So you kind of want to create a club and society for mm -hmm. graduates. And so you want to create those events and bring those events to graduates and keep benefiting them uh, through, mm -hmm. through that sort of network. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Vision and you were telling me that you, when you were in the uni, you were not really in contact. So when yeah. you, when it's a, you, do you I, want to tell, do, do, do you tell that a story? I, well, <laughs> because that's, because well, that, I think that's, you know, really correlate to what you guys are trying to do here. Yeah. At, at DEXA, so. Sure. Well, well, I, um, well, we obviously did the same degree um, and we finished at the same yeah. time, but Michael was always like, in the smart group. Um, there was like a smart popular group in the cohort uh, and Michael was part of that, um, which I'm sure you had no idea. But, and so we, I don't know, we never interacted mm. at all. Mm. Um, had a, just different friend groups at the end of the day. Mm. Um, but then afterwards, um, yeah, we got to talking and it was. I think, yeah, just talking about talking about Boeing and then understanding yeah. that, hey, we actually want to create this network mm. and hopefully bring more, more like-minded people together. Correct, yeah. Uh, and I, I, of course, Michael said about the clubs and stuff. I I didn't have that experience at university. Mm -hmm. I was a lot more working by myself. Um, but, but then after I graduated, I started volunteering with Boeing at stuff like this. And then it really made me feel like, oh, I really missed out. And it, it kind of sucked that 
now I can't go back and be part of something like that. Sure. So I, I'm really glad we created something like this so that, mm. you know, if, if you did miss like that opportunity in university, you still get a chance to mingle and cooperate with people outside of you, just your um, company. Yeah, make it cool. yourself. Exactly, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. So that is, I mean, that is a typical questions within the university environment. I think the communication and networking between the students, I, I find very weak um, while I'm hearing this. Mm. You, you have experienced sort of the same issue. How do you think that DEXA can help that, that problem? By, I mean, what's your plan to solve that? I mean, you're trying to create a center to attract all mm. these people in, but what's your inspiration? What do you want to get at? You know, how do you want to do? Because you guys were talking about other plans. Mm. If you want to explain some of those plans to me. Yeah, I think at the moment, at least, uh, jump in um, whenever, but I think at the moment we just want to create a non-membership, mm -hmm. at, at the moment it's non-membership, so anyone can join. Mm -hmm. So um, for the hackathon, for example, it can be any uh, final year student mm -hmm. uh, who is in, at, there's a specific list of uh, qualifiers, but it's related to mm -hmm. defense. Yeah. They can all join, be a part of it, and there's no like sort of, you don't have to be a part of a club or a society yes. to join it. Mm -hmm. yeah. so it's just, it's almost like a free event. So as long as you, it's not a free event. Correct. But so, <laughs> so just to clarify Someone that, else is paying for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just to clarify that. Yeah. Any, any engineer, finally engineering student who's done an internship at a defense company mm -hmm. or currently is employed. So such as like STEM cadets or people that did an internship with like Boeing, BAE, mm -hmm. uh, Lockheed, that kind of stuff. Um, Cause there's definitely value at the, um, but the, but the, event is mainly geared towards graduate engineers who've already graduated and currently working in defense. Mm. So this, this, this goes along with that engage pillar, um, which is trying to engage people that are already in the defense, um, to give them really valuable hands-on development activities and experiences that help them to, you know, mm. want to stay. Um, cause I think talking to a lot of our sponsor companies, um, and I think the passion behind why they're so excited about things like this is because, um, when you go in as a graduate, to an engineering company, especially such a big scale and in such an industry such as defense, um, you don't oftentimes get put into projects where you get to see and experience and deal with the latest technologies that mm. the company has to offer just because of the risk that, that the company takes on by taking on such a entry level engineer to that. Mm. Um, so I think it's really exciting that we get to provide an opportunity where um, like one, you know, they get to have fun. Mm -hmm. um, and two, they get learning and the learning is accredited through Engineers mm -hmm. Australia. Um, and then three, the prizes from this hackathon are really, really cool engineering experiences yeah. that we've organized with these companies yeah. where they do actually get to see what that latest tech is and what the, you know, the down, you know, 10 years down the line, mm. um, what kind of tech you could be working with, or, or I mean, obviously before that as well. Um, but what the limits, because, you know, you always hear that defense is the latest and greatest technology, mm. but then coming in, you may not experience that. Like, I mean, you know, Word document 2019, like yeah. Microsoft 2019 is not the latest and greatest thing that sure. most of my work is on. Yeah. Um, but but it does change from that. And you, right. you do. Well, the office is the standard of the technology. Yeah. yeah. What version of office do you have? What version of office do you have? Yeah, right. Um, so yeah, I, I, think, I think that's that's personally, and I think um, developing this into something that I would have loved to participate in mm -hmm. um, is something that the benchmark that I'm looking for, like yeah. what we've kind of, built here yeah. is something that I'm really jealous that I don't get to participate in yeah, and yeah. something I would have loved to do. So. Yeah. 
Well, we sort of are participating in that. Yes, right? yeah, we uh, we did we did discuss about it. Exactly, so. we did. Yeah. Yes, we we'll, we'll we'll get our fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but but you know, I, I like that you're expanding on the idea that um, what the benefits are to working defense environments or defense industry. But what other incentives do you think that defense industry has for graduate engineers mm. uh, to come? And why why defense? Okay, mm. what is your why did you come to defense? What's your inspiration? I mean, you've always been in defense, right? Yeah, throughout all of my internships and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm. So um, it was always like, I remember the first opportunity that was provided to me was the summer vacation placement mm. at DST. Mm. And that was really, really exciting because they had me work on cutting edge machine learning technologies. Mm -hmm. And I really wow. think that, yeah, in terms of um, working in defense, it's working on those cutting edge technologies that you don't have that much of an opportunity to in other sectors. Um, so yeah, then from there I went to um, Lockheed Martin, back to DST and then now at Barnum. Mm -hmm. But do you think, expanding on that question, and I have an answer for this in my head, do you think, what's, what do you think the value is of working um, as a graduate going into the defense industry um, for your like first role and that graduate experience compared mm -hmm. to going into a different industry? What do you think defense provides uniquely? Let's say, it's very, you know, if you compare it like with mining, um, mm. infrastructure, yeah. um, I don't know, Actec or mm. any of these other related engineering fields that you, know, you can actually dive into, yeah. what defense gives you, what edge defense gives you that is, you know, compare to other industries actually lagging. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's, I know the answer that you have in your head. And it's the same answer that I have in my head, which is that in defense, it's like that cross pollination. Yep. Where um, you are working for a prime, you're working with all these other mm. defense companies that are all collaborating on a massive project. Mm. And so actually being able to see how different companies uh, have their uh, mm -hmm. work processes and all that kind of stuff is really exciting. And you get to see what other engineers are doing in other companies. So that's no, really great. Cool. Right. Yeah. 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 What were you saying? Yeah. Well, I was gonna say that that's that's very true. Um, but I think working and going into a like a prime defense company, mm -hmm. I think it teaches you um, a system and a method to engineering that mm -hmm. you wouldn't get if you you know went straight into a startup that has you know ten people. I think you're talking about system thinking, isn't it? Systems engineering and system thinking. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Look, and I think like a university degree in engineering does teach you a lot. Um, mm -hmm. It teaches you, gives you a lot of context into engineering and a lot of theory. Um, but application wise, um, I think going into a company where, yeah, the systems are very laid out, the processes are laid out, just so that when you, you know, go in with nothing and you just have theory in your head, you give, they give you a framework to apply it well. Mm -hmm. um, and then I think that sets you up really well for a career in any mm -hmm. other industry you go to. Um, because when you have an industry such as defense where, you know, the technology is really great, um, but there's a bit less pressure in terms of time, mm -hmm. um, because, you know, they, they want you to do the quality work, mm -hmm. not the fast work with more mistakes. They sure. want reliability. So it lets you, um, step back a little bit and really think about what you do and analyze your work and, um, optimize yourself. Uh, mm -hmm. whereas, um, coming from another industry because obviously like you said you were all in defense i was in i was in manufacturing before defense mm. um it's a very different mindset you know it's like you don't want 
you don't want the fastest. So you don't want the most reliable solution. You want the one that takes the less time with the least amount of money. Mm. Um, and coming to that isn't always, you don't always learn the most that mm. way. So, um, I mean, but then you work at small startups that also are SMEs to defense and, you know, you get, there's a mix of, there's everything in the space. Mm. Um, but I think generally as a grad, um, a lot of people that enter the defense industry go into these primes because they're the ones that take and give you that framework of knowledge. So I think that's what it would be for me. Shall we dive into the technical details of this hackathon? I think that's so. Yeah. 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 So that's... do you want to explain what is going to happen? Mm. What, what's the vision behind the technical side of it? Uh, the vision behind the technical side of it is um, we want the graduates to uh, better develop their motor-based systems engineering mm -hmm. approaches. Mm -hmm. And so um, we've, well, I mean, we've created this uh, hackathon concerning motor-based systems engineering, which mm -hmm. is what your company yeah, uh, as a theme. works with yeah. uh, as a theme. So we want them to work with um, both uh, physical hardware mm -hmm. as well as software, so simulation software, mm -hmm. to sort of um, combine those for an overall uh, complete product, kind of like how, um, how mm -hmm. you do it uh, in the real world. Yep. And then to that end, the other ways in which we've tried and simulated a, um, you know, uh, a good engineering um, workflow is that we are having the teams do kind of like uh, competitive collaboration mm -hmm. where the scores aren't purely based on one team doing really, really well and beating everyone else. Mm -hmm. They also have to work with other teams. And so mm -hmm. we sort of set up a, a scoring structure to, yeah. to facilitate that. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I think um, the other part to mention, uh, like I briefly mentioned earlier, obviously the hackathon is a competition um, and there are prizes, but we we're, we also want to keep in mind that Again, one of our key stakeholders here is Engineers Australia, and what they care about is developing good engineers. And this is a big education piece as well. So mm. we've developed four workshops mm. um, that's going to run every fortnight leading up to the hackathon. Mm. Um, and those workshops will allow our technical partners. So we've partnered up with IoT Consultants, which is Mark's mm. company, which makes model-based systems engineering software, mm. uh, Ansys for the simulation, and then also Runlink um, from Stem Cell Foundation, which is the actual microchip we're using for the mm. project. Um, so they'll be running workshops, um, teaching about what the hardware is, what the software is, how to mm. use it, how to best use it in the hackathon. Um, and then also Mike will be running a workshop on yeah. how to prepare for the hackathon at the mm. end. Um, and I think, yeah, we, I think that will set the participants up really well for a really productive 24 hours, mm. which is what the, it'll be a 24 hours design and build, um, yeah. from start to finish physical product, uh, product yeah. will, we'll, we'll be, yeah, physical product. Um, and, and then yeah, testing and simulation as well. And, and it, it'll all make sense and there'll be more information coming out, um, as we get closer to the day and as we get more participants as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, this is limited what we can say now. Um, and then with the, and the winning teams, like we said, is scored on a various different factors. Um, we've teamed up with several, um, engineering defense companies across the state, mm -hmm. um, to provide really, really exclusive and cool, um, engineering experiences mm -hmm. to the winning teams. Um, I also can't disclose what they are yet, but it, it's really, really cool. Um, and stuff that I wish I would be able to do, but. And, our, um, the way in which the, the, the competition is going to be judged 
is it's going to be both based on both a objective score mm -hmm. and also a subjective metric uh, developed by our industry partners. Mm -hmm. So, um, for example, we have the Air Force, uh, the RAF, as mm -hmm. well as BAE Systems, interested in being uh, industry uh, uh, on the panel judges. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It, it'll it'll come to be a really good event, um, and we've got some good good people that with a lot of passion sponsoring it and um, being a part of this journey. So, and we'll see where this goes from next year onwards as well. So, yeah. Awesome. I think, I think you guys are doing great and I hope that this platform sort of like either you guys or other groups take it to other industries, mm -hmm. you know, so, so this becomes sort of like a motivator Absolutely. to, for the next generation to come and study engineering. And I think yeah. that's where your passion is as well. The, because Absolutely. your next step, mm. I don't want to sort of yeah. spill the, yeah, 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 the yeah, secrets, well, uh -huh. but you know. <laughs> Big things are coming. Big things are coming, <laughs> sure. you know. This is, so I just wanted to say that's, that is not the end. So yeah, that is course. just the beginning, you know. Mm -hmm. You guys are having those, those plans. So they great. are. Yeah. Awesome. Great job, guys. Thank you. Thank you for, well, thank you for having, coming to the podcast. Thanks for coming, um, yeah. And I think... And, and and the other thing is like we went to discuss, it would be great to, you guys are engaging with these prime companies and SMEs. It would be great if you can invite them here and then talk talk with them about it. I think you know, so. Their technology and then how, how they can actually help to build the ecosystem. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so I think you are doing great, but I think you need to do other stuff yeah. on the side of it as well. Sure, sure. I, and I believe this podcast is about that. Mm, yeah, yeah. And how to sort of like what? What are people's visions for the future? And yes. What, yeah, absolutely. Great, I think that's great. really exciting. But great job. All right. You're good. You're laughing. <laughs> Six thirty exactly. Oh come on. Let's go.